Hey everyone, welcome to the Sustain the Range podcast. I'm Lauren, your host, and this podcast is a personal exploration of my experiences in everything ranching. From beef operations to training horses to sustainable farming and regenerative practices, we'll cover it all. Each episode features enlightening conversations with guests who bring their unique perspectives and expertise. Whether they're seasoned ranchers or first-generation farmers, we all share a common bond and deep appreciation for the land and the livestock we raise. Tune in each week for engaging discussions, inspiring stories, and practical insights from the ranching community. And let's embark on this incredible journey together. Hello, everyone. This is one of my first episodes on my new podcast. And today I wanted to talk to you guys about lessons that I've learned from horses and how they have helped me throughout my life and how they're helping me in my life currently. Um, I am not an expert trainer. I have did not grow up around horses, but I've always had a love for horses and I've always had the desire to work with them. I was around domestic horses a little bit during childhood and then I had some big life events happen in uh, my life about 10, 12 years ago where my mother passed away and after that I went to horses um, and started working with them and they really helped me through a one of the worst times in my life. So ever since then I've been wanting to have them in my life every day. Uh, And I recently have worked with a number of different wild Mustangs where I helped to train them and get them rideable and find them good homes um, to adopt out to. And I will be recording a podcast episode on the situation with wild horses um, to give those of you who don't really know Uh, much about it, a little bit more of an insight in the situation that goes on with America's Wild Horses. So today I really wanted to focus on the lessons I've learned. I have been facing a lot of this in my life, especially over the last several months, and I seem to always turn to horses for the answers. Sometimes they're not always the answer, not always the answers that I want to hear, but Horses have taught me more than I could have ever imagined. So uh, let's start with leadership. I have learned the key to building a relationship with horses is not only do you have to be a leader for that horse, but it really makes you stop and think about how you are becoming a leader in your life and how you are leading your life. I'm working on becoming a better leader every day. And I've had to do a lot of self-reflection lately in my life, especially when it comes to finances and relationships, future plans and dreams. And I've really had to take a hard look at myself in the areas that I thought I might be doing things and being self-aware, but I really wasn't. And I was trying to force it under the rug and look away from it until it has built up so much where I have not been able to push it under the rug anymore and I've had to force it, force myself to really take a good look at 
at me and especially in areas of finances where I can clean up my budget a little bit and things like that Um, and future plans, future plans for what I want to do to accomplish my dreams and my goals and a lot of that has led me to realize that I have been really scared to take the leap. I've been really scared to take action on my dreams and me recording this podcast is a huge step and I've been wanting to record a podcast for quite some time. And what the difference is today is that I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to do it today and it might be messy, it might make not make any sense, I might be rambling a lot, but you know what, I'm doing it and I will get better and better at it every time I do it. My other reasoning uh, is for really wanting to share uh, my love of horses and how much they have influenced my life, but also to help people and help people who might be struggling in the same areas that I am. And I feel that there's been so much out there, especially in kind of the self-development world, that we look to these experts and We look to the people who are so, so far ahead of us, and it sometimes feels like we can't relate to them. And that was part of the reason why I didn't really take action in the past is because, oh, I'm not good enough, or I don't think that I anybody's going to listen to me and what do I have to offer these people um you know, I'm still kind of struggling myself, but what I've realized that is that the people that I have related to most are the ones who haven't figured it all out, who are the ones that are going through the really hard times and trudging through the mud and just trying to figure it out as they go, but they're doing it. And uh, that is a really important part for me. So taking a hold of leadership in your life is such a broad term, I think, because we can We can really make it feel like it's intangible and we can make it feel like if we don't feel good about ourselves or we don't feel like we're a natural born leader, then, oh, how can I take leadership in my life? But what I'm doing right now is even if I'm not fully there yet, even if I'm still struggling, even if I'm telling myself, well, you know, I'm not a great leader. Taking those little, little steps every day to prove to yourself that you can lead your own life. And even if that's just working on taking steps to exercise or go to the gym or eating healthy. And we have to take those things that we're struggling with and allow it to be allow ourselves to be patient with it and I have to continually remind myself that I have to have faith and I have to have faith that God has a plan for me and even though I cannot see it at the time or even though I'm going through tough times I still have to remember to have faith and it can be one of the hardest things to do sometimes especially when we are feeling like our we are trudging water so the reason why I think that horses have taught me so much patience is because they have taught me to not give up and patience with myself and patience with my horse you know one of 
the horses, uh, my horse, who I have trained uh, for about a year now, and she's incredible. She's amazing. She's two-year-old bay mare, and she was not wild, but she was born at the ranch that I bought her from, but she's 100% Mustang, and I trained her, and then four months, we were doing backcountry trips with her and bringing her all through the Montana wilderness, and she did incredible. Uh, Mustangs are amazing on the trail. But I still have a lot of work to do with her. She is a horse that can tend to get a little pushy and she can kind of be in your face. And uh, I have to really work on her to respect boundaries. And it's something that I realized looking back that I could have done a lot better job. And I'm working on it now. Uh, But I used to kind of look at her and when she was doing something that was frustrating me, you know, I'd be like, ah, why, why is she doing this? Why is she doing this? Like, Kwani, come on. Kwani's her name. Uh, You know, stop it, stop it. And what I've had to really teach myself is to stop and breathe and realize that she's not doing it to me. She's not doing it for she's trying to be a jerk or whatever she's doing it because that's what she knows she was a baby at the ranch the only thing that she knew growing up and and when she was a foal was she people were coming up to her and petting her all the time and oh cute cute baby and this and this and that and she was never taught during that time to respect any boundaries so when I bought her I had to really work on that with her, and I still have to work on it with her. So what I've kind of taken an approach with her is that I need to let her know that, yes, there's a boundary, and yes, there's this is what you can and can't do when you're around me because a lot of the times I think when we are training horses, and especially if they're younger babies, they're all cute and cuddly and they're small, but those babies will grow and they eventually will become bigger and that kind of behavior can be dangerous for us Uh, but I think that you know there are times when she gets a little herd bound and when I try to take her away from that herd she is scared or she's like no I want to go back to my friends I want to go back to my friends but and there have been times when I've gotten really frustrated with her you know and why why does it have to be this way why can't it just work and uh, I'm laughing right now because that's never how it's going to happen. And I've had to stop myself and work with her and really continue on building that that trust with her. You know, we've gone on all these amazing backcountry trips together, but I still have to really build a, a, a bigger level of trust and a level of trust and respect and become more of a leader for her and that can be really hard to admit sometimes because when we think when we're working with our horses that everything's going great and few things are working here and then few things aren't working here and we have to realize okay everything that horse is doing is just because they know what they don't know what they're doing or they that's the only thing they've been taught or that's the only way they've known how to be it's not because of anything else and I think that 
a lot of this leadership piece comes in where we have to stop and turn and look to ourselves and say, everything that I'm doing with this horse, my interactions for this horse, when I'm with her, everything that she's doing back to me is because of me. And it's and it's nothing to do with her. And it's only either because that's what she's known to do or it's because of something that I may have taught her that maybe I wasn't com- completely consistent on and she might be confused as to what I'm asking. So I think that that's been really a huge lesson for me is patience with her. And, you know, if it works one or two times, that doesn't mean the next day I go in there and I try to do again that she's going to do it perfectly. I also have to realize that she's a baby. So I think that we can apply this to our life in so many ways and just being patient with ourselves. And if things aren't going great in your life right now, or if there is a piece of her part of your life that is just not working, um, have patience with it. Do what you can do, but accept yourself with where you're at. And instead of beating yourself down for where you're at or regretting things or telling yourself that you maybe aren't good enough or, oh gosh, I made so many different mistakes. I'm here now. It's a mountain to climb for me to be able to fix any of this. Just take those little steps and stop and just be patient with yourself and look that one step in front of you, you know, for you're the horse people it's you're leading your horse and you're walking with your horse and that horse is taking steps with you one by one and I think that we if we start really looking at it that way it can help us to just slow down and have more self-acceptance with ourselves I think it also really helps us to, or, you know, another lesson that I've learned is in to not give up. And if something's not working, when we've hit a wall or you've hit a roadblock and something isn't working in your training or in your life, you know, our first reaction might be to give up or, oh, it gets too hard and I don't want to do this anymore. So I'm not good at this. And we just want to stop or we get super frustrated and, then we come back to it the next day and we don't feel even motivated enough to even try it because it's too hard. It's not going to work. And we convince ourselves so, so much that it's not going to work, that we eventually just stop doing it or we stop having interest in it or we stop caring about it so much. And it's allowed me to really think about where I'm at and stop and have a lot of self-reflection. And realize that I think that I might have patience or I think that I might not give up. But when it comes down to it, there are so many times that I've wanted to give up or it's not working. I'm not good at this, so I'm just going to throw in the towel. But if it's something that you really care about, whether it's horse training, whether it's building a better relationship with your horse, whether it's going for a job that you really want, whether it's building a business that you really want, whether it's going after your dreams and you hit all of these roadblocks, which we all do, it's the fact that if you give up, you're never going to know and you're never going to find that joy that you're seeking. And 
for me, and I'm speaking to myself here, I've hit a, a lot of obstacles in the last few months. And there have been so many times where I have given up and I've said, nope, I can't do this. I'm not good. It's never going to happen. And I'm trying to put the cart before the horse and almost convincing myself so much so of all these different stories that are in my head. And I know that there's many of you out there that know what I'm talking about and, and feel the same way that we can't let that get us down. And when there are those roadblocks, we just have to keep going. And what's really helped me in those moments is not only taking a step back and centering myself, and I'm still working on that too. I'm someone who struggles with anxiety and very much so lately, but doing those little things. And even if I don't feel completely okay with throwing on a yoga video. I really don't want to do this right now, but I know at the end of these even 20 minutes that I'm going to feel slightly better. And I might have to take my anxiety that I'm feeling and the fears that I'm feeling and the overwhelming feelings through that yoga practice. But I know at the end of it, I will feel slightly better. And I think that that's what we need to do sometimes. So I also think that reaching out to friends and family is a huge part. My friends and my family have really helped me through these hard times. So pick up the phone and call a friend. And if you're like me, I'm very hesitant to ask for help. I'm very hesitant to put my problems on people. But at the end of the day, when you have those really good friends and you have those people that you trust in your life... They want to help you. And I just want to remind everybody of that because it took me a really, really long time to get to that place where I was reaching out for help when I needed it and not feeling guilty or not feeling like I'm burdening them with my problems. And if you don't have somebody that you feel like that about now or... You know, I've gone to podcasts a lot of the times and self-development podcasts and different ones that I've listened to and listened to the people that I can relate to and they've helped me through it. So try to find or even try to find a mentor or somebody that you really look up to and admire. And even if you don't feel like you can fully trust them yet or if you don't feel like you can you know, tell them all of your personal issues, if you, if you don't have that relationship built with them, then that's okay. Just just go to them and, and ask for advice. And even just doing those little kind of things, I think, are super helpful in those moments. We have to allow ourselves to get messy and allow ourselves to not make sense. And even though we aren't there yet, we're getting better and better every day. And even right now as I'm talking to you, you know, I have this internal dialogue that's telling me, oh, you're rambling, oh, you're not making sense, oh, you're saying uh, too much. Um, I just said it again. But it's the importance of showing up even if you don't feel confident. And one of my best friends said this to me actually a few days ago. She said that you're not going to feel confident going into something. You're not going to feel confident going into your, to building a dream. You're not going to be confident going into recording a podcast episode. 
and you're not going to, you might not feel confident going into that first interview for your dream, but what builds confidence is doing it and every single day that you do it and every single time that you take that step forward and put away those negative thinking thoughts just for a little while, even if you feel like you can't fully get out of your head for right now, just put them to the side kind of have a little visualization sometimes I do this where I have taken all those negative thoughts and I in my mind I picture them going into a little box or a little glass jar and I just put the lid on it and put it on the shelf and I can still come back to them they're still there I'm not gonna erase them but it helps me to just move forward and not think about it for a minute which allows me then to take that first step in whatever I'm doing so that is kind of all I had for today. Um, I think horses are the most amazing animals and I have such a appreciation for them. I have appreciation for the way that they are, the way that they have been so forgiving uh, and horses are so forgiving and I've learned that too you know that there's times when people have hurt me and I don't want to forgive but horses are so forgiving and when you are training them and if you've been lucky enough to be able to train a horse you are that one that is helping them through everything and you're teaching them something even if you feel like you're not And if you make mistakes, if you do something that isn't right or, oh, shoot, you know, I just taught her something that I really didn't want to teach her, then go back to it and go back to it and and smooth it over and they will forgive you. Um, As long as you come to them with care and compassion and leadership that will allow them to move forward So patience, leadership, and the ability and the mindset to not give up when things get hard. Those are some of the top lessons that I've learned from my horse lately, and there are plenty others, but those are the ones that I really wanted to touch on today because I feel like they are so valuable to our lives and we can all relate and We just need to be reminded of those things sometimes and reminded that we have to allow ourselves acceptance and we have to allow ourselves to move through the hard times even when we don't want to and know that there will be good things that come from it. You will get through it and I'm here to tell you that you're strong and if you are listening to this and you are going through a really tough time I promise you it's going to get better and just keep looking forward, trudging through the mud, and you will get there because you can.